Hello and welcome back to the 12 Days of Christmas here on Grace and Grace podcast with me, Rebecca Bilger, also known as Bex. And in today's episode, I really want to dig into the topic of body image and also just self-love because there's there's this quote I really have been connecting myself with a lot. I use it during my coaching, I use it when I talk in public, I, I use it a lot. And it is that you can't love a body you always hate. Let me say that again. You cannot love a body you always hate. And the concept behind this is actually just that even though you're getting smaller and smaller, You won't be able to love yourself because you're always hating on your body. Because the goal behind you getting tinier is that you don't want to be big. Or vice versa. Maybe you are someone who really wants to get stronger or who wants to build muscles or in any way try to change your body because you're not happy with it. If you're like intention behind any changes you do or any changes that is like being changed with yourself if that intention is connected to a hate for your body that you hate this body part of yours that you hate your nose your tummy your butt your thighs your feet even then you will never be able to love that body you are creating because the thing is i I can be 50, 500, 5 kilos and I will always love my body. Now being 5 kilos is like really ridiculous. No one, no one can be that low. I mean, come on. Um, but what I'm trying to say is no matter how much I gain, I will always love my body. And that is something I couldn't do before because I was always like picturing myself like what will I do if I can't move? Like, how can I compensate or restrict my way to contain this body I'm trying to save or like savor or something? And the truth is because back then when I was really, really tiny, um, I thought that that is who I su- I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be tiny. I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to have this body because I'm in this height and length and according to BMI I should be in this range and and I was just so obsessed of I should always be a bit lower than that BMI range since I've always been like that. Like all my childhood when I grew up I was always a bit like underweight and I don't know why actually and then I wasn't and it was such an identity crisis for me actually when I noticed that I am actually in my current like BMI range when I was going to the, you know, the nurse at the school. And just for the record, I haven't weighed myself for maybe two years now. So I have no idea on how much I weigh and I don't want to know. And also like I, I don't believe in BMI because I've been my heaviest when I performed my, my best. And I just know that since I couldn't fit into my clothes, I, uh, I have some people around me that thought I was a bit heavier than they, they used to think when they carried me. And, uh, 
if if they had said that to me or if I had noticed that like years years ago, not even years ago, like two years ago, I would be so so damaged and thinking I should get smaller. And that's just because I was never ever allowing myself to love my body. My body was never enough. I should always make changes for the people around me and also for the social image of me. And that's why this quote is so, 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 so related. Like, not related, but oh, I, I just feel it into my bones almost. It's such a quote that I, I can't stop using it because it really helped me gain back my life. Because hating your body will always make you end up in hating, hating on your body. Um, since I have been bigger, I've been smaller. And no matter my size, I always hated my body. It also when like if I had woken up and been puffy in my face, then I started to hate my face. If I felt a bit, bit like heavier because I was on my period, then I was hating on my period and for being female. And every single time I didn't feel that I could be enough or enough in that matter that I should be, I should be like this, according to someone else's ideal, and not for my own health and sake or performance, but just because this is what media thinks I should be like. And it made me really hate my body in a lot of aspects and also just everything I've been through as well has contributed to me hating on my body as well. But I just wanted to take this episode to talk about a lot of this quote actually because learning how to love yourself and love the body you have no matter what is such a relief and I feel so free in myself nowadays. Because if I would end up in coma, if I would end up getting injured, I will not do as the same the same as I did back when I broke my foot or hand or anything else. I won't be jumping on my crutches trying to reach X amount of steps a day or go training. I will actually rest. And in fact, I was so afraid of what if I would end up in coma and I would get feed by a tube and they will try to keep me alive and then when I wake up I will have no muscles, I will be so weak and I will be bigger and I will be have a totally different body compensation. And the thing is, <laughs> nowadays if I would end up in a coma, is like I would just be happy if I wake up. If I would end up in a coma, I hope that my my loved ones will be there with me, taking care of me. If I end up in a coma and if I wake up, I will just be happy that my body is pre- preserved and actually functions. That is my like my view on it now. And this is a very like I mean like why do I even talk about comas? Because it, that's a very well, how to say it? Coma is terrible and I, of course, I don't want to end up in a coma, okay? But that is actually a point of view I had to ask myself a lot in my recovery from an eating disorder called orthorexia. 
because the thing is, from if I just compare myself from two years ago and today, that it's a, such a different kind of mindset. Today, I'm just happy that my body has recovered. It is healing. It is functioning, and I'm so connected to it. And because two years ago, I couldn't even look at myself in pictures. And I was at my smallest size ever. And I thought I was the biggest person in the room. And that's just so freakishly weird to me. Because the thing is, not not even do I like... The, the view of yourself that you are too big when you are small. That is also a view you put on others. Even though I could tell myself like, no, no, no. I only have this view of myself. I don't like put this view of like this kind of that everyone should be small on others. But then again, if I asked myself like really deeply and honestly when like two years ago, I would say to myself that I don't think that this person in my um, in my close close relationship is healthy. I think I don't want to end up like that person. I think that person is too big. I'm afraid to end up like, just like them um, and so on. And today, the only thing I can think of is I'm happy to, to be present with such loving people around me. I'm happy to be adventuring with them. I'm happy to like just be like in embracing life with them. And um, I have so like three close friends that really made me open up my eyes and one of them is someone I've been adventuring and going on trips with and I've always looked up to her and feel like that is such a goddess of a person and she has helped me so much when it comes to just embracing who you are and I've always seen her as a like so strong so beautiful inside and out I mean she she puts on such a smile and I can't even describe it and then I also have another per like person like a close friend to me that no matter how hard life gets no matter how bad life gets she always seems to find something that brings her up and that is also like mind-blowing to that she just looks at life and say, ha, right back at it when things are going wrong. And then I also have this third friend of mine that has also been through a lot. Like all these people around me that's very close, we've all been through a lot of things. And um, I feel like I'm the last one out of all these bad things, <laughs> uh, recovering and healing. And that's why I, I think I find them very powerful and inspirational inspiring as well just to be around because this third person of mine she she's been through a lot and I I don't understand how she's still having a smile how she's still like enduring the day because I can't imagine how how hard it must be to find that peace of mind. But she did. And that's why I looked at myself and went like, why can't I do that? All these people around me have found peace and harmony in their mind, body and soul. 
why can't I? And that's when I like approached this quote that you can't you can't love a body you always hate. Because loving your body is so much more than being body positive or like and dressing up and feeling sassy. It's being able to love yourself even on those days you feel too heavy or that you actually feel bloated. It's on those days when I wake up and ha- I have a very puffy face, like I maybe ha- have been drinking too little water or I've been uh, lacking of sleep. Um, even on, I'm just on my period, for, for example. And just finding myself that I'm beautiful no matter what. And I don't, know, I don't need anyone else's approval to say to me that I'm beautiful. I know that. And I still have days when I find this really, really hard because it wasn't long ago that I really recovered completely. And I'm fighting every single day to keep it that way because I know how easy it is to be lost again. Even like because recovering from an eating disorder is so much more than just eating the food like gaining weight because you, you don't even need to gain weight sometimes. Sometimes it's not about the weight at all because an eating disorder doesn't, it has no size and it doesn't, like it's not about the numbers or the food you eat. It's about the mind and how you approach your own body and purpose and soul and mindset completely. It's about you. And something I really learned from recovering is that recovery is so much more than just facing fear foods. It's about understanding why you got there in the first place. And you don't need to have the whole complete like knowledge about why, why you ended up with an eating disorder or disordered eating. Just the knowledge on why did I feel the need to control why aren't I ever happy with myself? Because when you find that, it's so much easier. Well, it's never easy to recover, but it's so much more like not effective, but still in a way easier to keep going because you, you know why you ended up there in the first place. You have understood like who you are and just understanding why, 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 why you did what you did and moving forward and being able to when serious times makes you stressful or if something happens and it's causing trauma, you're able to actually take care of yourself so you don't end up with those habits that are self-sabotages. So that's why I felt like this quote is really it's a quote I'm sticking to and I will continue to talk about it and promote it on my medias and everywhere because it's such a it's such a powerful and hopeful quote that helped me grow out from an eating disorder and get out of recovery as well. Because you're not you're not supposed to be in recovery forever. And that's something I work with with my colleagues here in Sweden. We try to promote promote recovery, but also the life after recovery. We're trying to help athletes and also normal people and everyone that is like recovering from an eating disorder or disordered eating and just want to gain food freedom, body 
self-love and just finding peace in their body, soul and mind. Um, we're trying to help them through online programs. We have a Swedish podcast about it. We talk about it on social media. Um, and soon we will do public speaking as well. And that's why I wanted to do this episode because I've just came out of a meeting with my colleagues and I'm so hyped up to actually do something with my voice and raise it. I think in 2024, I really hope to have, have gained the confidence to talk in public spaces about this and bring more athletes up and away from disorder eating, relative energy deficiency and eating disorders in general. Because I, I lost my dream since I never thought my body was enough to reach it. Um, and there's a lot of other things that has consumed me and caused me to lose that dream. But eating disorders, like that was a big part of it. And that's why I'm so passionate about this topic. I'm educated, I've been through university and courses and I'm, I'm still practi- practicing coaching in this area. So I'm not just taking this from experience, I'm also talking about this from a coaching point of view. But I think coaching with an experienced past is a very powerful combination. And that's why this topic is so important. And I hope that this, everything I've talked about um, has given you something to go on this Christmas holiday. I know it can be a lot to sit down with your families and friends and have fika, as we call it here in Sweden. Having some cozy time and eating desserts and sweets and having Christmas tables, Thanksgiving tables. I know it can be a lot and for a lot of people it is very stressful about the the food you put in your body, how much you should train, compensation and restrict things because we live in a society that is very disordered when it comes to health because health has been such an... Like I, I don't even like the name health anymore since it's always regarding food and training. I think health is wealth and wealth is a wellness that's why i don't really like saying health but in when you need to hook someone you need to like put up that name anyways anyways i'm losing my thread here what i'm trying to say is that i know this holiday can be really tough but know that no matter what you must love your body to always love your body you you can't you can't love it if you always hate on it So instead of hiding it away, and it's okay to sometimes feel like you need to have an oversized t-shirt because you feel puffy or anything. That's okay. I'd rather put on an oversized t-shirt instead of going and compensating my thoughts at the gym. Okay, that's that's not even like going with my values and my goals. That's just pulling me behind and punishing my body that doesn't need to be punished at all. It should never be punished. It has gotten me so, so far up the, the health and wellness. So I'm just so proud that it has healed and recovered. And that's the amazing thing about the body. It can recover. Your metabolism isn't damaged. 
it just adjusted and it can adjust again. And with that said, I'm going to actually make some hot cocoa right now. It's wintry, it's like winter aesthetic, so I'm craving some hot chocolates. Well, actually, I crave chocolate every single day right now. And that's just something else. If I couldn't love my body, I would be restricting this because I wouldn't think that my body deserves chocolate. And that can be different from every single person, but this this quote is just so powerful. And I want you to think about this in a way that next time you think your body isn't good enough, when do you think it's going to be good enough if you always think it's not good enough? If you start loving your body, it will love you back and your life will be a a lot brighter and I'm just gonna finish with saying you can't love a body you always hate thank you so much for listening to this episode if you are interested I have this same 12 days of Christmas on my youtube channel my name is Rebecca Bilger and you can see it's it's posted either in the evening or in the morning um but I also have a link in this description of this episode if you want to follow that instead. But now I'm gonna make some hot cocoa, go watch a movie and just enjoy this Christmas evening. And I hope you do too. I will talk to you guys in my next episode and uh, take care. Hugs, bye.